0: I'm here with Ketan Karkanis, the Chief Product Officer for Turvo, And today we're gonna talk about visibility, but not just regular visibility, the new wave of visibility that includes collaboration. What we like to call visibility 2.0. The market is currently experiencing a number of challenges, right? We have product shortages to changing of consumer behavior. Uh, In order to compete and to keep up with customer demand, uh, companies are looking at different ways to improve their supply chains. So today we're going to discuss some of those trends and really what we believe this new wave of visibility will be. Uh, Keitan, could you please introduce yourself and let everyone know about your experience so far at Turvo?
1: Yeah, no, thank you, Grace. Thank you for hosting me and and my becoming my partner in crime as we go define this new wave of visibility, yeah. right? Uh, Kevin Carcanis, it's a pleasure to be part of this event. Thank you very much. I uh, joined Turbo a year ago uh, as the Chief Product Officer. I run product engineering and customer success. And prior to that, I spent uh, ten years at Salesforce.com building all sorts of cloud and AI products. So glad to be here. Uh, thank you so much.
0: Of course, yeah, uh, a ton of experience in this area. So this should be a really fun conversation. But let's let's start more on the actual changes in the environment, right? So <laughs> right now. As I'm sure everyone is seeing, and it's starting to hit, you know, Wall Street and a lot of big headlines. We're having extreme capacity shortages, right? Mm-hmm. So, from my personal experience, I'm seeing this huge change of really supply chain uh, pricing to supply chain resilience, right? Everyone before was, you know, how can we keep uh, supply chain or, or shipping costs down? And now people are kind of throwing that away and and saying, well, how do we even keep our supply chain resilient? How do we make sure that in in times of stress or economic change like we're experiencing now, how do we protect ourselves from that? Uh, Could you dive into some of the trends that you're seeing um, in regards to different industries uh, in, in transportation?
1: Yeah, no, I think so. You hit upon a couple of them very well. Think about it this way. The world is never going to be the same again. Let's be clear about that. COVID has changed the world and uh, some things were, you know, uh, it has shown a light on not just what's important to us in our personal lives, which could be some other webinar topic some other day, (laughs) but uh, it shines a light on the fragility of our supply chains. Uh, the, the, The capacity constraints that you've talked about and the capacity deficits that you've talked about, Actually, I don't think of those as capacity deficits. I think of them as customer expectation deficits. Like every time you've got a capacity problem, you've got a customer experience problem. Every time you don't deliver, you this is really important. It's connecting, and COVID just showed the light on all of that. Uh, is how does the how do we stop thinking about the supply chain and the transportation technology, logistics technology? Look at it whichever way you want it to. How do we stop looking at it just from the perspective of how do I make it move cheaper to how do I, now the conversation is how do I always meet the demand and delight my customer? I think so this is a very important trend. And this trend has directly resulted in supply chain digitization becoming a CEO level agenda in every company. It's a board level agenda. It is at the same level as the board saying, okay, what are we doing? in our supply chain to deliver better customer experiences? What are we doing to embrace this new hybrid economy we all have entered now? We've entered this hybrid world of virtual reality and then going physically for two hours somewhere and then coming back. (laughs) Uh, Half the companies in the world are not ready for this. And they're not ready, not because they need some profound new cool technology. Uh, They're not ready because they have not digitized their supply chain. Uh, And I think so if you summarize all of this, I'll give you one trend. It is an imperative for every organization to stop living in spreadsheets and phone calls and post-it notes and to digitize their supply chain. That's really critical. That's that's the biggest trend we are seeing in our customer base, whether it's Rider, whether it's Lineage. These are all amazing marquee pioneers uh, out there in the market. You know, digitize or perish. It's as easy as that.
0: You're 100% right. It's like, you know, supply chain and transportation and shipping costs, they've never been like, quote unquote, sexy. You, but the last earnings round, that's all you heard across the board. Yeah, are, our prices going up. Uh, right. What are how are we changing our supply chain? How are we making sure that these products are getting to the customer? It's For me, as a, a freight nerd, this is a the best time for me because I've never heard it more. Um, and I think you're you're exactly right. It's no longer about, okay, you're going to hear from the executives because they need you to start getting costs down. You're hearing from them because they want to know, okay, what's our step if this partner can't help us and this partner can't help us. And I think a lot of these individuals that run the supply chains uh, within their companies are, are saying, oh man, I, don't really have a plan or at least one that's a uh, visible, that's not a um, a spreadsheet or a sticky note on, on their computer, right? So right. yeah, they're really looking into that investment, which is just honestly really fun for us over here at FreightWaves that, you know, finally people are, are realizing, no, this area is important for the overall economy. Um, I think one area in particular you see it a lot is is automotive. Right. Um, Mm -hmm. a lot of them are saying we need to kind of move from this just in time. Like just in time for them was a fear of having too much product, right? Like we don't want to have inventory. We want this product ready to go on the car when we need Mm -hmm. it. But now look, we just have F three fifties and all these trucks sitting in lots waiting for semiconductors to go in them. And they have absolutely no visibility to, to the chain. So are you seeing that in the industries that you're working with, that same type of, oh, how do we change this model? Up? I am. And, and
1: you know, honestly, I'm saddened by it. Uh, I am because I'm like, wait, hold on. Wasn't control tower going to solve this problem? Like, isn't, wasn't that the promise of control towers? Like even there's actually the word control in the word control tower. Yeah. Uh, it should actually be called dysfunctional tower. Uh, uh, that's how I think but I'm saddened by it I'm saddened by it because the investments people have been making in the so-called false comfort of control tower is is a great like if the if the world's control towers were working great why are we having these problems it's a simple question right it's a provocative question and I'm sure I'm going to make some people uncomfortable but hold on it's not your fault Right. It is that technology has fallen short because it was not scalable. And I'll tell you what, I'll give you a simple analogy. Think about it this way. If you were thinking about just visibility, which is the blue dot, where is my truck or the control, which gets summarized in a maybe a nice looking control tower of some kind, you know, all that stuff. Uh, you know, it's it's like using a flip phone. Uh, do you remember flip phones, Grace? Do you remember yes. those yeah, like you do this and then dial the number, like used to actually yes. have plastic buttons and everything. You remember that? Yes. Right? Yep. Uh, nobody uses a flip phone anymore. Why? Because we have a smartphone mm-hmm. and that's what Turbo has brought to this market. We've taken the construct of a control tower. We've taken the construct of visibility. We have said, what are the good things about it? Because not everything is bad about it. Let's be very clear, okay. right? Having transportation or shipment visibility is a good thing, but it's not a sufficient thing because you need to have upstream visibility, you need to have inventory visibility, you need to have warehouse visibility, you need to have downstream visibility, you need to have last mile, and you need to have the entire code to cache visibility, and you need to have KPIs across this whole thing. So we decided to do things you know, we said we are not going to come up in the morning and just launch a product. We invested four, four and a half years on this because we were ready for this, and our customers were ready for this. Our our model of control tower, our model of control tower is visibility, actionable insights, collaboration, and in context execution. V I C E. It's that simple. It's a vice, and actually, Turbo is a very addictive platform uh, to our customers. They they can't stop using it. Uh, but the idea is. Control towers have fallen short. Visibility 1.0 has not worked because if it did work, tell me once again, why are we having all these problems? <laughs> you can't have it both ways. You can't have it both ways, right? So clearly the, the, we need to start focusing on the smartphone for supply chain control tower visibility. And that's called turbo and that's called visibility 2.0. Um, because I don't want to pick on just your automotive industry because we've, we've all read and seen a lot of the dysfunction out there. Uh, but it's across the automotive industry. It's across all industries. It's across everything. Try ordering an appliance.
0: Yeah.
1: Either wait time for an appliance. Just a simple dishwasher, guys. I'm not ordering a spaceship to go to Mars. A simple dishwasher. And I know the pain because I'm waiting three months for my dishwasher. It's a fact. Yep. Uh, why? You know, uh, it's because of lack of complete visibility and control on your supply chain, not just piecemeal. That's how we think about it.
0: Yeah, no, that definitely makes sense. You know, there's a, a brand that I was recently buying on their online platform and right. um, it. it there were, I was getting six items and one of the items wasn't in stock. So right. my decision that I can make on the application was to wait for that last item to, to come in and have it all come together or to just not do that item, get notified when it comes in and ship the rest. Right. And right. I remember being upset because in my head, I'm like, well, how long is that other item going to take? I can't even make that decision unless Correct. I know the full flow of that, of that item. Right. And then right. I didn't end up getting actually any of the items. Like I ended up going to the store and just getting four of them. And Correct. so I think it's really important that there's layers of that collaboration for the end consumer to make good choices. And and in this situation, I ended up buying less not finishing out my cart because I didn't I didn't have that visibility. Are you seeing those type of trends um, from your customers? Are. Or are those problems you're fixing?
1: We absolutely are. We absolutely are, uh, and that's why you know Turbo customers did not skip a beat during the COVID pandemic. I mean the COVID pandemic is still going on, and honestly, I one of the things I want to say, which is not on topic, but I really hope it passes soon. I, there are a lot of people suffering today in the world. Yeah. uh and 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 I hope uh, the, that that this too shall pass uh but you know coming back to our topic think about it this way uh the I, the the idea none of our customers faced any issues during the pandemic their business continued because of the way turbo was architected but the fundamental reason why they were separate why they separated themselves from the pack if you may mm-hmm. is one simple data point and I'll give it to you. 70% of the supply chain, the people and the environments and the technology needed to execute on your supply chain are not within the four walls of your own company. Have you thought about that? Think about any, anything, right? Any company, any shipper. If you are a shipper, raise your hand if 100% of your supply chain is within the four walls of your company. well, nobody's <laughs> going to raise their hand. But here's, now let me juxtapose that with the first point I make. Now we, now we are going to connect the dots. Okay. If you're listening, now's the time to pay attention because we're going to connect the dots. Well, these shippers had these visibility solutions. What happened? By definition, the visibility was within the four walls. It was not connecting to all the constituents of the supply chain, allowing the shipper to work seamlessly on that single shipment or multitude of shipments across the supply chain is a team sport. Yeah. And if you don't collaborate, you don't win. It's simple as that. And if you don't win, customer experience suffers. The idea of bringing your entire ecosystem on a single digital network, not multitude of technology stacks all together, is the heart of turbo. Unify your supply chain, get a complete view from order visibility, inventory visibility, shipment visibility, on top of that layer individual applications for everything from payments to appointment scheduling and all of you are speaking the same language on the same uh, technology platform uh, and and this drives the 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 definition of visibility 2.0 you know visibility 2.0 is actually a, a kind of a joke i sometimes crack because uh, you know it's like sure, one uh, but I, I, that's the easiest way to explain to people why 1.2 is not good enough. And if you feel 1.2 is good enough, just go look at the last 12 months of COVID. And you tell me whose supply chain worked and whose didn't, you know?
0: Yeah, definitely.
1: That's what we think
0: about. Yeah, it's, uh, it's you know, for me, visibility 1.0 is table stakes. Like, you, yeah, you've got to have that customer experience where they, they know when the product's coming. But that 2.0, that's going to be your competitive advantage. That's that's what's going to keep customers. That's what's going to have customers coming to your sites, coming to your company more often. And I I sometimes fear that that 1.0 silo, if you call it, um, is what people you know check the box and think their job is done. Well. No, it's going to take a lot of collaboration, a lot of integration, a lot of intelligence and and, um, building abilities in terms of technology, um, which, you know, I think it's another thing. I think a lot of companies are saying, hey, well, let's build this in-house, right? Let's like build our own team. (laughs) Yeah, let's build Mm -hmm. our own team and, and we can take this project on ourselves. Yeah. But it's it's much more difficult. And when you say collaboration, I think even in the building aspect, that collaboration is a must, because there's a lot of work between third parties and, and companies in order to build, because you don't want to build this product. And this product doesn't turn out good. That's just almost has you in a deeper hole. Um, how has your teams been able to collaborate with some of these partners in, in, order, in order to pull off strong deadlines to meet customer demand?
1: Yeah, no, absolutely. You know, as you mentioned, uh, mentioned an interesting point. Let's build it ourselves. Uh, you know, I've, um, I've, I've seen that a little bit more in the supply chain domain than in other domains. Uh, the other domains, I think so in the past, uh, sometimes I kind of joke that, uh, Looks like the supply chain technology domain industry has been asleep for the past 15 years. Like they have not yeah. heard about web services and AWS and cloud and SaaS. And they've not really heard of that. Uh, seems like a new thing. But I'll tell you one thing. And I mean this with utmost sincerity. Look, of course, you're smart. You can build it. You can build whatever you want. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm I'm a decent smart guy. Not very smart. I'm a decent smart guy. I could build my own computer at home if I wanted to. But I don't do it. Right. Yeah. Uh, companies, if you are a company making, you know, uh, if you're an FNCG company or you're, a, you know, automotive company, a shipper and you're and if you're spending your shareholders dollars on building supply chain technology, you're spending it on the wrong thing. You need to be in the business of the business you are in, not building technology. There are companies for that. But the, but the reason comp- people end up doing that is they don't get a complete solution. They get the blue dot, but they don't get inventory visibility. They get the, they get, uh, they get to see things, but what use is seeing something when you can't do anything about it because they don't have actionable visibility. Uh, you know, they get to, uh, see probably all the list of their carriers in one place, but there is no easy way for them to reduce backhauls or to have asset availability completely uh, aligned according to their supply or demand flow, which is ebb and flow all the, all day long you know uh, they 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 go back to their age old tms or they go back to their age old wms uh, because there is no other way for them to do things in cohesion with their ecosystem they type it in the wms they type that email back then they send it to the carrier i mean it's a mess um, and i feel like this is the big leap and the leap is not that big because it's very easy uh, you just have to focus on Two things. Number one, customer. Very important. Start with your customer. Focus on the customer experience. Understand supply chain transformation is now your board level agenda. If you are a shipper and you haven't been asked till now, I can tell you within the next quarter, you will be asked the state of your supply chain technology and you want to get ready for that.
0: Yeah. Number
1: two point is uh, it's it's visibility is okay but as i keep telling everybody what's the point of seeing something when you can't do anything about it uh and that's where collaboration because doing something in your supply chain requires you to work with 70 percent of those people we talked about who are not part of the four walls of your company you need to collaborate and that's the connection
0: i love that yeah it's there's nothing worse than telling a customer it's going to be late. Okay. Yeah. Great. But as your customer, I, re- yeah, exactly. I rely on you to fix it. So what happens now? So that's great. I, I love it. And, you know, I think that we've. We've given a lot of great advice to our audience today and a, a lot of things for them to, to really think about and, and and take in. Is there any other advice that you'd want to give um, our Freiburgs audience it, just in regards to either building out this technology or, or just things you've learned in your past in regards to implementing these strategies within your teams?
1: Oh, it's uh, number one, um, stay safe. Uh, we have made a lot of progress about the pandemic, at least in the U.S., but worldwide, it's still there. Uh, but let's not take our eye off the ball. Let's stay safe. Let's take care of each other. The world is always short of empathy. So that's my number one advice, request, whatever you want to call it, right? Yeah. Uh, we have gone through a very, very uh turbulent period as as a world. And we need to, as leaders, step back and think about it that way. Uh, so that's number one. Number two is uh, don't buy a flip phone. Buy a smartphone. It's kind of straightforward. Yeah. Uh, I'm not going to go beyond that. You want a flip phone? You Yeah, sure, go. But uh, I don't think so you want a flip phone. But what you're using today is a flip phone. You need to go to Turbo.com. I love it. Uh, well, I'm
0: going to go call my dad on his landline and tell him that he needs to go and get that smartphone so that we can collaborate on a relationship a little bit more. So that's <laughs> I appreciate it. Thank you so much. Uh, I, it's great to speak to someone like you and it's good to see the leadership that you're bringing to the table over there. And I'm, I'm excited to see how your company grows and, and the changes that you continue to make to customers, including.
1: Yeah. You know, our, our customers drive us. Uh, our customers are... All my best ideas are there, so hey, thank you to all my customers. We really are appreciative of everything they're doing for us. Thank you.
0: Yeah, thank you so much and and thank you to everyone watching today. Uh, stay tuned for more of uh, freight waves at home, and everyone enjoy the rest of your day.
1: Bye, guys.